This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Mickey D's. The realest conversations always happen in a Mickey D's booth. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. A full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. <laughs> a full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is also just the right amount of chaos. Oh my God. And it's also infuriating. <laughs> Have you ever tried to order with eight people in a car? <laughs> Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam to dinner. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories. This week's episode is brought to you by Ixora Botanical Beauty. And let me just tell you guys something right now. People tend to believe that if you are black, that you cannot get sunburned. Myth. Lie. Big falsities. Untruth. Fallacy. <laughs> because as much fun as I had in, in Antigua, the Antiguan sun burnt me to a blackened crisp of pain and discomfort. But... No fear. I got the skincare bully on the line stat. Mm -hmm. Nothing brought my skin back to life like that donkey milk. I bought the, the body wash and the, mm -hmm. the cream. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. It soothed all the inflammation and really just because what it did, my skin was so dry because of the sun. It just mm -hmm. sort of breathed that moisture right back in. And it was so gentle and calming. It's nourishing. It was nourishing. Ugh. It really just felt like my skin. You could literally, I felt this, my, my skin was drinking the product. It, it was a game changer. Mm. And you need to get you some, okay? And I'm not talking about later on me right now. Visit ExoraBB.com now to check out their incredible line of products. And as a listener of this podcast, you can save 15% on your first order by using the code GETTINGGROWN15. That's code GETTINGGROWN15 at IXORABB.com. ExoraBB.com. Target is proud to celebrate Black History Month with its first 100% Black-owned or designed collection created by Black artists, designers, entrepreneurs, and team members. This year, find inclusive sizes up to 4X in bold, ready-to-wear collections from Black creators like Sammy B or life-affirming quotes from Rayo and Honey to surround yourself with inspiration. Discover the collection in-store and online at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. Just want your money, hi. I'm Sunny Bunny. Don't run from me trying to get away. Just say okay. Cause money, I want you back. La 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 la. I look like a model. I'll do what I gotta do. Stay in the running. Cause I want your money. Give me some. I'll be the one backstage. Cause money, I want you back. La 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 la, you can't turn away. I believe in your heart. I'll always here to stay. You can't turn me away. I believe in my heart. I always always want to stay who very nice thank you
You're welcome. Yeah. Praise the Lord, niggas. Good evening. Praise the Lord, niggas. We all at the toddy this week. We have been attending to family matters. Oh, it's been getting grown over here. My, wow. My, 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 five miles. My, 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 my. <laughs> okay, show looks terrible tonight. <laughs> What's cracking? How are you, sis? Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Boots. but we'll talk about that in the kitchen table talk oh, yes. um but i am still grateful yes and i'm still safe and i'm still healthy and i still have what what i need i need that's right mm-hmm. man listen yourself i too am dealing with a bit of exhaustion mm. um mm. work is like you know honey they have hit a stride Oh, you're on the pedals. I am working, working, working. Kia um, got she she pedaling the car with her feet. It is it is good though. I mean, I feel like I am making progress and doing good work and doing mm-hmm. um cool things, which is fun. But um it is a bit of it's it's kind of taxing. It's labor intensive. Yeah. I know. These are the times where these are the times we all wish for. Come on. The moment when less means so it means so much more. We don't have um, to do nothing at all. We can take our time and talk. That holler in Cisco. We can always count on Cisco. Always. To rear back and holler from his I mean from his belly. I mean, he's going to get all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. You said it and I I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. (laughs) But that song was about like, I couldn't even think. I have to go back and listen. What was that song about? I don't. Wasn't that where they was doing the Renaissance and the banquet hall and all of that? I I remember. I remember. No, I mean like lyrically. What was the song about? Okay, let me think. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. No pressure from you and no. Let's let the mood the set the moment on and off. We can we make love, love on and So what's so it I guess about? It's about like, being romantic and being in the moment. Be here now. I just. Um, I feel like it was about like whether or not we should have sex. <laughs> Maybe I re- perhaps. Hmm. Because I just think of the I okay. don't make promises. Make promises that I know my heart gets weak. All right, all right, all right, all right. When <laughs> Cisco said, "When I get around you, it makes them hard to keep." He did, but he go, "Cause you bring out the best." Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. And God, God knows, knows I'm, proud I'm proud to be, to be baby. your baby. I mean, hollering, screaming. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that song was about. Now I that mean, we're singing, let's it. get the lyrics up. We got to go through that because okay, it's just like, what that. are they okay, talking about? All right, let's see here. Let me look um, on the genius. But in any case. How y'all doing? What's going on in the What's world? <laughs> we what, we sitting here looking. We over, I'm over here trying to like what was okay, Cisco hollering about in these other times? I feel like I, there were many songs, R and B songs during that era that didn't have anything to do with anything. Okay, okay, okay. These J- are it the starts times with jazz. 
Oh. God knows that you're a sexy yes, thing. Yes, I feel like it was about it was about whether He's or not it was like somebody's first time released in 1998. Dear God. Not to kiss, not to you, kiss you over, over under. under. Feel, feel you inside, inside not feel, feel my, my thunder. thunder. How the hell could I not want you? <laughs> Girl, it don't have to be a thing, thing. I wait for you, you wait for me. This is about losing virginity. It is. We don't have to rush it. This is about virginity. It is, and we don't have to rush at all. And I remember that because I remember having questions because it wasn't my year. I think when I was a junior, the senior, the seniors, their prom theme was these are the times. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I forgot about verse two. Cisco's version. Hold on. Be think about you all the time. Yes. Tear you up like Reese's Pieces. Morning, noon, and supper time, (laughs) baby. Tear you you. up in little pieces. Swallow Swallow you like Reese's Pieces. Come on, girl. You know I need you. It don't have to be a thing. <laughs> Yo, wow. This, this are, is about losing your virginity I in mean, Renaissance clothing. This, this this song is about Cisco and the other members of Drew Hill coaxing a young woman out of pressuring her somebody virginity. out of their drawers. What I the mean, fuck? coercing, <laughs> coercing a young woman out swallow of her virginity like by pieces. telling her that he would swallow her like Reese's pieces. Come on, girl. You know I need what a time. You. And he said, "I don't make promises because I know my heart gets weak." Wait a second. Wait, he goes, "I, I don't make promises that I know that I can't keep." Wait, no, he no, said, he goes, no, my, my heart, heart uh, my heart gets weak. weak. Oh, you're right. Control when, yourself. <laughs> See, this is the problem. When I get around you, it makes them hard to keep. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Because you bring out the best and make yes, me the do. man, and yes, God knows do. I'm proud to be. Your baby, yeah. Oh, doesn't that- I hate it? <laughs> Why we got? I now we gotta go analyze all these songs we was listening to. Wow, we gotta get I'm all the songs. Listen of, to them. Now. The R and B greats of the '90s. We have to go back and do a deep dive. I think we're gonna do a deep dive. I think we have to do like a really deep dive, actually, because yes. Joe. I knew that you were gonna say Joe. Which Joe song are you thinking? I'm thinking, um, I light up all the candles all oh my around. God. Show, Show you me to, to the, the subway, subway I'll, I'll go down. down. Yeah, Sweet you better Lord. put those lips to you. Those the big mouth. Put that thing Baby, in your nigga. I want to do. do. That song was all, what? Oh, it's about adultery. Joe was saying, <laughs> I am a proud side piece. I am a proud side nigga. This is what this is about. It's the side niggas anthem of the world. Wait, have you ever heard Side Piece? No. There's a song called never Side heard, Piece. Oh, you've never heard Side Piece by, I think it's by, who is it? Big Pokey? Hold on. What's oh, name? if Hold it's some, by somebody named Big Pokey, that's exactly why I have not Wait, heard it. Oh, no. This sounds like something they've played down in the Tennessee. Well, that's not where I'm from. So that's why I, know, I haven't but heard I said, it. <laughs> you're not, here we go. Side Piece. Oh, Pokey Bear. Still getting a zero for me. Nothing. All right, hold on. Let me fast forward so you can. I'm addicted to Punani. Oh, no. Hold on. You got to get to the chorus, though. Because you know who knows the song with me, Dustin. 
Get me out of here right now. And there's a, a line dance to it. To give my side. That sounds like Joe. That sounds like Casey Haley. <laughs> it does. <laughs> to give my side. Why do you know the lyrics side. to this song? <laughs> this is concerning. <laughs> they be doing line dances in Detroit today. I know it. And Dustin probably be leading the line. Dustin, no, you know he be doing a little shuffle. <laughs> do, 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 do. Sweet, holy God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Pokey Bear side piece. Well, okay. One day you gotta sit and watch the whole video on YouTube. Oh wow, that'll be interesting. Go sh- you all go have a go have a time and go check out Pokey Bear side piece on YouTube. Tell them Jade sent you. Um, Jade, Jade alone. <laughs> No, tell him get grown. Yeah. Tell him get grown. Plug the show. Jade. Put the link in the Jade comments. <laughs> well, Kia and I did something really fun this weekend. Oh, it was tons of fun. We had a baby shower for Kiki Palmer. What okay? a time we had. What a time to be alive. Celebrating. Made all of the baby shower accoutrement faves. Yes. From... Yes. From a ziti, a ziti to a deviled egg, a deviled egg to meatballs, a meatball which we used with some of the spice sweets. Spice sweet, uh, I think it was like uh, soy balsamic, something barbecue honey sauce, honey barbecue fantastic, sauce. outstanding, and there is no doubt. And so that we had meatballs and we had little little turkey and cheese sandwiches, sliders and salad, and salad. we had we had a. a proper uh church punch had a proper church punch with ginger ale and pineapple juice and sherbet 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 and because champs. it does not have an r at the end and mm-hmm. champs in it we had that on the side because nobody here was really pregnant <laughs> and we played games and we sat around with girlfriends and we had us a good time what a time we had what a time so you guys are going to have to check out the Patreon coming soon in the next week or so where we are. I will be giving you recipes for some of the baby shower dishes, how to make a proper deviled egg, you know, how to make sure that it's easier to peel, mm-hmm. little tips and tricks like that. So we're going to have a good time. And I know Kia just posted a new Catching Up with Kia. Yes, I did. Okay, so make sure you all get down to the Patreon because we got more fun stuff coming for you. We got lots of guests booked. We're going to start doing some fun offshoots with the guests. So those are going to be only available for Patreon. So Work With Me are returning in February. Work With Me are returning in February. Please stay tuned. Please stay tuned. Work With Me are returning in February for Black History Month. We're working together. Oh, writing time. We're writing. We're typing fast during Black History Month. Ain't that a thing? Quick, fasted, in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, shall we head over to the trash in that same manner? Let's do it. All right. A clean up woman is a woman who... Oh, we're going to keep the trash brief, but there's a couple things that we're going to touch on. The first being something that Kia saw while we were in the pre-show. But I had listed on this trash, so we're going to go ahead and talk a little more in depth about it. Um, so we all know that Young Thug is in jail for racketeering charges and a number of other things, and this has been an ongoing situation. I guess this trial is happening now or something along those lines. A young man by the name of Khalif Adams oh, was dear. in the courtroom today, 
And on footage is Khalif passing Young Thug a Percocet. Molly Percocet. In the courtroom. Now, I just want to know, as a mother, like the black mother in me, (laughs) just wants to know what the fuck were you thinking about when you did that? He wasn't. What the fuck were y'all thinking about when you did you think that was going to happen? That that was going to fly in a federal courtroom full of cameras and all kinds of shit in a high profile case. You thought you was going to dap your nigga up and just pass off a pill all willy nilly nigga. Somebody needs to get cussed out. So I'm just going to let you do it. I don't because let the, 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 this wouldn't be my. What the fuck was going through your motherfucking mind when you thought that that plan was getting ready to come to fruition? You was going to just skate and the nigga was going. You thought it was a plan. You thought they had planned. They did not plan. I think they did their version of a plan. Mm, 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 mm. I think they did their version of a plan. And then old boy had to swallow all the shit he had. And also, he swallowed some of it. And then also, he got found with a bunch of shit in the fucking courtroom. He had weed mixed with um, tobacco leaves, which I'm assuming was Fronto, with seasonings. So to to mask the smell and something else in a plastic baggie for him. You thought during this high profile case in this federal courtroom that you was just about to be passing off drugs how and it was going to fly mean, i don't know how this works i can't make sense out of nonsense you deserve and i don't even go up for this justice system because it's not just it is actually completely contrary to what it is called but you deserve whatever the fuck you get for that level of stupid that you displayed I don't have any, I don't have any other, I don't have anything else to add. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was infuriated. I saw the video. I didn't even, I saw the video and I was like, it almost is, it almost, people were in the comments like, nah, this can't be real. Because yeah, they Jake, were like, no, nah, this is CGI. This was such. That's how stupid it it's is. It's the slowest handoff in the history of hand-to-hand handoffs. Oh, that we here have you go, my nigga. Seen in and at what point? I don't know. I haven't frequented many courtrooms. I've been in my share. Understand, and- but I'm just saying, are you allowed to to like? dap the person who was on trial that was another thing i never was i remember when my cousin when we had to go for his and it wasn't even a trial it was uh there was a character witness thing and then there was the sentencing no we were not allowed to hug embrace or or dap each other up like, or pass off drugs i'm like what's happening here <laughs> Like, and I had questions immediately because I understood, you know, every courtroom that I have been in, you know, you have to go through metal detectors and you get your things searched. Like you got to put your joint in the Like when I had jury duty just a few weeks Same. ago, you had Same. to put your bag through the thing like you're going through TSA. It's like, it's like a lightweight TSA. And so I'm wondering where on his actual person were all of these items such that they didn't get picked up insecurity because i have questions and what like it was in his nuts which makes me more concerned exactly 
Yeah, because that's a good. That's you knew where they was. You just yeah. didn't want to. You didn't want to believe it. Is what it was. Yeah, that shit was in his nuts, nigga. Jeez that was in his rice. nuts. Gross, 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 gross. Mm-hmm. Same, same way we be tucking shit away in our titties. They be tucking shit in their nuts. Mm, God bless everybody. Little, little warm pockets. No, no, thank you. <laughs> you want to know the the fastest way to warm up your hands? Well, that I. Well, yes. I, well, you see. <laughs> They can't keep their hands out of the pants. <laughs> when my hands be real cold. <laughs> you be like, come here, husband. No, I do. And you're like, it's so funny because I'd be like, I'd be like, ooh, my hands are real cold. He's like, okay. And I'd be like, Pfft. he's like, he's like, ooh. <laughs> or just like, you guys put them are on my such nuts. a creepy old couple. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Okay. Put your cold hands on my nuts. Yikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not sexual. It's not sexual. <laughs> it's, it's survival. This is totally. This is listen. This is completely practical. It is. Do not get aroused. It's, it's, I'm telling you, the fastest way. If y'all are ever near a pair of nuts, the fastest way. Your hands get cold. I'm telling you, the fastest way to warm personal mittens. Okay, so I love this show. Help um, us, Jesus. <laughs> the DOE in Florida. Oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The start of that sentence. The DOE in Florida um, has blocked AP African American Studies in high school. AP as an advanced placement. As an advanced placement, yeah. Um, Yeah, guys, I mean, at this point, you know, white supremacy is just out here in full flourish. And Florida's going Florida. And so, like, we see news headlines like this, and we're not even surprised. I wasn't at least, least bit shocked, but I said, well, we have to, it has to be noted. Because be fragility noted. is so intense these days. Oh, baby. What? Okay? That what? you can't even really say the words African-American without black white people getting riled up. Nope. Nope. I had a, I was online at the airport, and it was a man with a Blue Lives matter which the we all know that that original flag is completely rooted in white supremacy and racism um patch like sewn onto his backpack and i was like you're just so proud to display such hateful rhetoric but i'm not shocked at all so i'm just gonna stand behind you in this tsa line and I'm not going to take my shoes off and I'm just going to go through here and go get me a bacon, egg and cheese. I remember that reminds me of a story when I was in Nashville one time. I went to one of those hot chicken places and, you know, the way the gentrification is set up. White folks lined up at the place yeah. around the block. Oh, you right? already know. You already know. At that time, I had um, on my uh, black nutrition facts shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, shout mm, out to yes. Kid Noble. Uh, yes, but that shirt that said like you know 100% excellence 100% mm-hmm. I love blah. that shirt and you know one of the things was like melanin was 100% right and this white lady came up to me and said excuse me what is melanin <laughs> I said girl don't even worry about it you don't have any <laughs> don't even stress yourself out girl this ain't nothing to do with you <laughs> She was like, why? I want to know. Why? 
not. What is Milanin? <laughs> what is they Milanin? They love to ask questions. They love asking questions. They don't know how to just be. That white lady was so stunned. Just go sit down and be. Was like, oh my gosh, she's she's black and she's proud. That's fascinating. I you know she went and looked up melanin at right after that. I she hope went she and did. Googled it. And I hope that somebody told, I hope she felt like 10 cents when she realized that melanin is not the word. <laughs> I was like, I was blown away. I'm like, imagine being an adult and never seeing the word melanin, never, ever knowing that melanin is a word. Like, what is that? Not you meeting these people who be saying all this crazy shit. Cause what did that girl in New Orleans say? That black girl? Oh, when she's yes. oh, when she, about my locks, my fox locks. Your fox locks. <laughs> your fox lock. She was your like, "Oh, so locks. you like your fox locks to look like inauthentic?" <laughs> I said, "What? Yo, <laughs> you are like giving me unsolicited opinions right now For, while also being took, egregiously wrong." She said, "Fox locks." I mean, you mean faux? <laughs> Ooh, I will never, I will never, I will I said, never forget you mean that. Fo? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I said, let me tell you something. You can just stop talking to me now. You always, I love telling people to go to hell. We're done. Go right on to hell, just please. Why are you speaking to me? <laughs> like, go, let me help. You. I did it. Why are you? Speaking I was walking to me? out with my dad this weekend, and this this bartender, like this bartender, was crazy, it's crazy, and you know I don't be. Me and the bartenders, because we won. Yeah. But they spilled half half of this drink. And then he refused to make another one. Talking about, well, half the drink was drunk. I'm like, yeah, but half of it wasn't. And when it got to a... I said, you know what? Just go to hell. And I left. I was like, just just go straight on there. Um, The <sighs> last thing on the trash that we have... So you remember what happened with Alec Baldwin, where he accidentally... Yeah. Um, that young lady yeah. passed away on that set yeah he and the armorer on set hannah gutierrez reed are both being charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter oh wow Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh wow and yeah yeah i guess for being careless is it negligence on set i think it's negligence I think it's so, negligence. I mean, in in these in these, I was more the most one of the things that fascinated me the most about this whole entire scenario was that like you know I'd be like so they be using they be shooting like real guns, <laughs> they be having like real guns on these sets. So it's supposed to be like real guns with blanks. that only have blanks in them and are disarmed in whatever kind of way so that they are only supposed to do whatever, whatever. And they're supposed to be training and there's a professional on site who is to oversee that. Like, it's a whole system. And I don't know, I'm like, I, what were you all, were you all waving them around like a like a helicopter? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know I don't what know. was happening. Is, and that, they've, okay. they've not given all the details, I don't feel like. I don't feel like I've seen a full story as to how this makes sense. They're but it troubling. doesn't make sense that somebody went to work and on a set and died by hands of the props like that just doesn't make sense and none of this is adding up very troubling and you know they don't be quick to charge white men with nothing so i'm also curious how that really played out as well we just gonna have to wait and see hopefully we'll get more information about the details of what actually happened i just hate this this is very unfortunate yeah all of it is bad i do i do and that's all I have for trash. You have anything you want to throw in there? No, because I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Get me all out of right, here. All right, honey. 
Well, let's head on over to a shout out real quick. Okay. So this year, I've made a commitment to myself to go to bed earlier. Like, I'm really trying to set myself up with a proper bedtime routine. I've been doing all right so far. Um, But I'm being really intentional about it because I realize that that's something that my body needs. This new year, how are you changing your routine for the better? Try making a kitchen upgrade you'll wish you had made years ago with LifeStraw Home. It's already gone viral on TikTok twice, and you know that means it'd be selling out. It's the only pitcher that removes microplastics, bacteria, and more than 30 other common contaminants from tap water. Not to mention it makes your water taste way better. You get better filtration, better taste, better design. They even make a hand-blown glass version, which is my favorite because, you know, it makes me feel fancy. Plus, LifeStraw gives back. For every pitcher sold, a child in need receives a year of safe water. So, you know, I'm going to be honest with you all. Uh, my husband does not plug our water cooler in. So we drink room temperature water. Mm-hmm. So what I've been able to do is use my life straw and put it in the fridge so that when I want a cold glass of water, it is not a whole to do between the two of us. Now I get to have that. And on top of that, my water tastes even better. Mm-hmm. My water at the fridge tastes even better because it's filtering out all of those bacteria and all of those things that come from your pipes and the city and all types of things. But I digress. I am super, super, super enjoying Life Straw. And what I really am really, really loving about them is their unique give back program. Um, their give back program ensures that for every product sold, a child in need receives safe water for an entire year. And since its inception in 2014, the Life Straw give back program has provided over 6 million kids with a year of safe water. And what makes it unique is that the long-term investment in local communities, the program is run by 40 local staff, primarily in Western Kenya. So that really spoke to me. And I'm really glad that this is going to the benefit of, you know, for us. So use code GROWN for 15% off the purchase of any LifeStraw home product at LifeStraw.com. That's code GROWN at LifeStraw.com. This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Mickey D's. And everybody knows that all the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. And if you're feeling classy and you want to go inside and sit down to the booth, you know all of the real tea is spilt down to the Mm -hmm. booth in the Mm -hmm. Mickey D's. But, you know... It really does go down in the drive-thru, okay? <laughs> it goes down in the D. All of the residual <laughs> clubbing happens in the McDonald's drive-thru. It makes me think of my time uh, in college and grad school when after the late night, after the turn-up, you know, if it was no after hours, we were all just convened at the drive-thru, everyone ordering their things. The music was still bumping. You were still mm-hmm. saying hey and hello to the cars around you. What a time to be alive, to be young, and to be feeling good and eating hot french fries, man. Nothing. <laughs> nothing better uh, than, than a car full of what you want, what you gonna have. How, what you mm-hmm. want. I mean, complete chaos but the good kind McDonald's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam the whole team the whole squad to dinner everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments go on and make more delicious memories my sister's popping right now all right it's time for a shout out and I just want to give a little holla 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 um to 
my homegirl Kit over at the Adornment Architect. Hmm. She laced Kia and I with a couple tings this weekend. I got some new cowrie shell earrings because I needed a new fresh pair. Mm-hmm. Kia got a beautiful uh, hand knit little um, pendant brooch for her jean jackets or denim jackets. And she's got jewelry and rings and necklaces and earrings. And my little blunt clip you'll be seeing in my Patreon videos and things of all different types. She makes these as well, and they're awesome if you don't want to ma- your nails turning brown. And so I just wanted to shout Kit out. She's also in the process of making a very fa- making me a very fabulous, fully knit, hand-knit jacket, okay, for the wintertime. So hit up Kit at the Adornment Architect. We're going to have all of the links in the description box. She's super talented. You're supporting a black creative who's really been out here on the grind for a long time. I have watched Kit grind in many areas and she's good at everything that she does and this is no this this is no different so shout out to kit at the adornment architect make sure you all hit her up links in the description box make sure you hit that up yay yay let's move on to this kitchen table talk let's do it this week's kitchen table talk is brought to you by the tabitha brown for target vegan food and kitchen collection tabitha brown brightens days like no one else Now the actress, vegan, and social media phenomenon is partnering with Target to bring the world more vibrance, candor, and joy. With delightful everyday favorites for the kitchen and pantry, her latest limited-time collection will bring love to every gathering. Vegan eating isn't boring if you have a little fun with it. Try new and unexpected recipes and experiment with ingredients you've never tried. Whether you're looking for a meatless Monday dinner idea or challenging yourself to a plant-based January, this collection makes eating vegan easy and delicious. Tab says, good food, good mood. The Tabitha Brown for Target Vegan Food and Kitchen Collection drops at Target and Target.com on January 8th for a limited time only. All right, y'all, it's time for the kitchen table talk. And so... I, Kia and I were chatting earlier this week because after I left uh, her this weekend from from Kiki Palmer's baby shower, mm-hmm. I had to go straight to Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run. <laughs> um, <laughs> East 1990, So I had to go to Cleveland and meet my mother there and pack my grandmother's apartment and move her from one um apartment to another apartment and they're in she lives in independent living assisted living community Mm -hmm. so she went from one community to another and beautiful beautiful property we rolled up it was like 10 deer on the lawn like it's gorgeous it just it's nice and clean it's just really pretty but before that we had to do a clearing out And this is not to put my grandma's business out there because I feel like all old black ladies across the diaspora have a problem (laughs) with, with hoarding, but it was the level I was exhausted. I've, my feet hurt. Like I had been at the club (laughs) in heels for days and it was just me and my mom throwing stuff out and trying to set her up. And I realized in that when I was talking to Kia that, you know, this is also while I want to help her to change the mindset around how this happens, 
you still have to do it in a gentle manner. Because even when it with your elders, it comes a point in time where they feel like they are losing all of their independence. And you don't want to, and, and, and then grown adult children like to step in and, you know, make calls that are always for the best intention of, of said elder in the family, but it's not necessarily done in the, in the best way. And so I had, I called my grandma, you know, cause she, you know, she'd be fighting with the kid, my mom, she'd be fighting, you know, they all be tussling. And I called her and I said, grandma, here's what I'd like to do but I want your permission to do it. I would like to throw your dishes away. If I see mugs that I know mean something, we'll keep those. But I would like to throw your dishes away and I would like to replace them with four plates and four saucers and four bowls and one silverware set. I was like, there's no need for two turkey basters because you had two unopened turkey basters in the top of your closet. <laughs> You don't need 13 bottles of body wash. There's only one of you. You don't need that. And so I got her, me and my mom, we went and got her clear bins, baskets where she can see what she has. And I'm just trying to set her up where she feels good about the clarity that she has in her space so that she wants it to stay that way. And then we're going to go through and help her to manage it. But it just was such an eye-opening experience in so many different ways, in so many different levels from when the hell did I, did I stop becoming a grandchild to <laughs> yeah. let me be gentle with how I approach her because I don't want her feeling crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we... Um, yeah, as Jade and I were talking about it, I mean, there is sort of like you reach a phase in your dynamic with your family as you get older, where like um, you sort of transition and in, in, in start occupying different roles, serving different pur purposes um, yeah. in the family structure. And I think grandparents are such um, a unique relationship that yes. we navigate as we get older because it's like, you know, you, we say all the time when you get older, it sort of puts your parents in perspective, right? You start to see your parents as people. And mm -hmm. I think in seeing that you see their, their relationship and the ways that they relate to their parents. Um, mm -hmm. And grandparents, I don't know. For me, it's like my grandparents were very hands-on, very a key part of my raising, my brother's raising. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, we still had that. Like my mom was my mom and grandma mm -hmm. was sort of like my, my bestie. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though as like so so it was like she was my parent, but did not have to deal with that sort of like parent pressure. Yes. And so yes. we still were able to like have fun yes. in a particular yes. way. And so that yes. that parental authority was there. But mm -hmm. it was, you know, sort of like a level back where you sort of, you know, could sort of engage them. Like I feel like I knew my grandmother's personality mm -hmm. in a particular in a way that I didn't come to know my mother's until much later. Mm -hmm. And so I think that made me sensitive to sort of watching my grandma transition through different phases of health. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I recognized that I became like a sounding board and a safe space for her. And she she shared a lot with me, which helped mm. me to sort of help my mom recognize things. Because just mm-hmm. the way that we parent our parents, I think our parents parent their parents. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. get to be our 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 grandparents buffer just like they mm-hmm. were our buffer mm-hmm. when we were kids mm-hmm. that's exactly what we become like in even in you know just in the the way that we communicate the way that we have to be the go-between like mm-hmm. we do that is that is who we are that's who we become and my grandma's my girl yeah like that's my girl. I had to grab the sides of her face <laughs> and squeeze her and be like, no more. No, but it's, <laughs> and it's hard. And I think it helped me to learn a lot and see a lot. And sort of like watching my grandma and my grandparents transition as they got older and mm-hmm. listening to her talk just like as a woman. Yes. I started to recognize yes. how, you know, even me, like I'm on, I'm 40 years old, but I have a lifetime worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Could you mm-hmm. imagine being 80 and 90 all the stuff you accumulate no. over your lifetime and stuff memories yeah. thoughts I mean like and I can totally see to your point earlier about how like everybody probably struggles with some hoarding do you know how much labor you tell us all the time sis how how often how frequently you organize oh and God. cleanse and purge and I can I know that you know I'm the kind of person where those kind of things stress me out you know like (laughs) i know know. there are some people that feel better and i always feel better after i've done it but knowing that i have to organize my closet or clean you know it's stressful it's like i don't want to do that (laughs) i have no interest in that Let's you just close the door and act like when you start getting in a groove that's what i'm saying if i can get started i can continue but I will put off getting started for oh, I, years. <laughs> okay, fair. Can't nobody put fair. it off like me. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I can find everything else to do. I'm not doing that. Oh, no, I'm not I've doing that. I've got to clip my toenails. You don't even clip your yes. toenails. <laughs> I've got other things to do. I will find other things to do. Don't I need something? <laughs> Let's go down to Target and see if I need something. <laughs> see, that's how it's And that's how things get worse. So all that to say is I have some empathy for your mm-hmm. grandmother. Because I did too. You have a lifetime worth of stuff. It was and an eye-opening experience. Yeah. It was an eye because I know I'd be going to Costco like, oh yeah, oh, I could absolutely use this when I do blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, so I'm sitting here doing this, and I literally had a moment where I was like, Oh my God, you have this. Or you forget oh, that you have Get things. it under control. Or you forget you have stuff. And I was like, okay, so the way you're setting your grandma, set yourself up like that. Yes. Get yourself clear bins. See what you have. Before you go and buy three more bottles of bleach, make sure you use the six that are I in your this, closet. I do it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so good. And you and and you have to have, and you tell them all the time, yeah, Mary, other people can help you process. When you live yes. alone or have to do that your on your own, it makes it all the more like i'm of the belief every time i have had to and i haven't i know i need to um but again putting it off every time i have had to purge my closet i always had to have somebody there Mm. otherwise i'm not getting rid of nothing okay well then you know what that just may be your process then right but i can see how if your grandmother lives alone 
Yes. It's totally yes. like, oh, yes. I need a turkey baster. Yes. Forgetting also, that I bought one three months ago when they was on sale. I there forgot. There was also moments where I was like, hey, so I saw these suits and they're this size. And you are definitely not that size. You're way smaller than that. Like, yeah. we should probably give these to the Goodwill. No, no, no. I tried on everything in that closet <laughs> and I already got rid of everything that doesn't fit. Listen. And so everything that's in there now, I know it fits. And I was like, okay. Shalom. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. No problem. Okay. But I just, you know, I just tried to deal with her as gentle as possible. And in the end, you know, it came together how it needed to come together. I'm going to have to probably pop back out there next week. And just keep doing that and probably go see her every six to eight weeks and like help manage it. Because it's got to be. And I think I think that that is, you know, we have to reframe the way that I've had to reframe the way that I even think about those relationships and sort of how I how I'm positioned within them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even now Mm -hmm. in uh, talking to my mom and, you know, I kind of see myself as my grandparents advocate Yes. Like I said, like, you know, like I, like we were saying before, the buffer. So, like, you know, when my grandma was having issues with her eating mm-hmm. um, and, you know, her taste buds and, you know, mm-hmm. wanting certain things but not really being allowed. Uh, you know, now my grandfather is having, you know, well, I don't I think your grandfather's eating too much of this or not enough of that or this or that and that. And, you know, uh-huh. it's, like, it's just like, OK, first of all, you sound like the police. OK, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. first of all, Calm second of all, these down. people have lived for this is what I'm 80 plus almost 90 years. Like and I'm like, I have to I, I am now my mom's process partner. I think we have to become like a process partner. Yes, because it's like, girl, OK, what you can't do is come in here hollering and fussing because that's not going to get anybody anywhere Mm -hmm. and we have to talk to these uh grandparents and these older people we can't treat them like kids no you wouldn't want to be treated like a child so don't come in here hollering down they're already losing a part of their independence that is out of their control they can't drive themselves certain places and take themselves certain places so why don't 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 be condescending don't complicate that by coming in here Mm -hmm. acting like you know, uh, a security guard. Relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Top flight. Relax. <laughs> Top flight. You're not but... even a real cop. Relax. Yeah, man, that was that was an experience, man. This has been a week. Grandparents are such a gift. They are. And um, I think, you know, as they we get are. older, um, you know, they're just different ways that we get to show up for them. Yep. Yep. And I, and, and, it's beautiful as you get older when you have those those moments those precious moments mm-hmm. still like you had those some of those moments even that even your grandmother asking you about your braids listen like those moments i my grandmother i got a moment <laughs> i found out a story i said oh that's where i got it from <laughs> I, I know i got some from my dad but so a white teacher slapped one of my uncles oh in yeah one time and my mother said my grandmother got my great grandmother's cane <laughs> And she walked up to the school and she went to the principal's office and she said, can you call Mrs. Such and Such here? <laughs> and so Miss, Mrs. Such and Such came down and she she looked, she said, you slapped my son? And she goes, yes, he was blah, blah, blah. And mind you, this is the 60s or 70s. When it was like, like I don't want to say per- it was permissible. It was allowable for you but to it discipline was a, right. teachers wasn't to going discipline to children. Right. But she, she you slapped my son? Yeah, he was da-da-da. Okay. 
My grandmother took the hook of that cane and wrapped it around that lady's neck and pulled her close to her and said, you touch my son again and I'm going to beat your ass. You hear me? I'm going to beat your ass right here in this office. Do you hear me? And had that lady with the cane. She brought the cane on purpose just to wrap that back part around her neck. And they said, the ladies in the office, Miss, Mrs. Edwards, you can't do that. You can't. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh. Get off of me. You touch my son again, and I'm going to beat your ass with this cane. And I was like, yo. A boss. (laughs) Brownsville's finest. Wow. (laughs) Brownsville's finest. But, yeah, man. So, like, grandparents are a gift. Look what I got, actually. My grandmother wrote a, she wrote her own book. Aw, that's adorable. Called What I Can't Remember. Oh. And she wrote her life story <laughs> and laminated it. I'm not and kidding. I'm sorry. And it has like Aww. it has pictures and it has like some stories in it and some things for Aww. me to just have as a keepsake. That's amazing. And That's like the best thing ever. It is. I was it I is. had therapy before we met and um working on some things with my therapist around um finding safe places in my subconscious where I can go when I'm triggered emotionally. Mm-hmm. And mm. we had started that work a while ago, but got away from it when, you know, we got to process and other things that were mm-hmm. happening in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she wanted to go back to to sort of practicing some of those exercises. And mm-hmm. even before, this was years ago when we first started. And so one of the initial steps in that work was identifying a safe space. And this was what? This was before the pandemic. It was early 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went back. And my safe space was with my grandma. And so mm. she was like, well, do you want to change it? I was like, no, I guess. I can't think of another place where I felt it's safe. Mm-hmm. And so mm. all throughout today's session, she had me to sort of really go there in that safe space and think about why it was so safe. Mm. And it was hard. It was so hard because I miss her so much. Mm. But one thing that I know for sure in doing that exercise just sort of solidified for me, even though it was hard, it was comforting because Jade, my grandma loved mm. me. I, yeah, she did. You were her girl. She loved me. And her it was girl. such it was such a pure love mm-hmm. and sort of having the opportunity to really think about it when the boys was playing I hung out with grandma and for a long like I said for the first 10 11 years of my life I was the only girl mm-hmm. grandchild that she had and so mm-hmm. we hung out mm-hmm. and whether we were talking mm-hmm. or not whether we were watching TV sometimes we were watching TV sometimes I would be doing my homework she would be cooking she would mm-hmm. be on the phone I never felt like I had to do anything or be anything to get her love or to get her attention. I never felt like, and she told me stories. She was honest. She opened up about mistakes that she made and struggles that Mm. she had. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she never left me. There Mm -hmm. were, there were times when, um, you know, when my grandfather, even my mom, like when I would do things, when I would disobey them or when I would get in trouble, mm-hmm. they would 
you know, ignore me. Like, you know, when I was mm-hmm. in trouble, it was like, you know, they didn't, they wouldn't speak or they wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no slight to them. That's just how they processed it. But in, right. in honesty, like, you know, my grandma always knew how to rep, to correct me, to reprimand me, to discipline me, but she mm-hmm. never threw me away. She never, mm-hmm. you know, it was never like, you can't sit here. You can't be here with me. She never mm-hmm. made me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just sort of, thinking about that reflecting on that it was such Mm -hmm. a gift today and Mm -hmm. i can say without a doubt and she would say even up until you know she was ill and and it was getting in in the end she would always say i enjoyed my kids i enjoyed Mm -hmm. my grandkids I spend time with them. I enjoy them. I don't have to hang out with other people. I enjoy. Oh my them. God! Why does my grandma? My grandma said to me that she's like she's like you know, I got three friends. She goes, but my kids and my grand those are my y'all this are my. This is what people. I'm saying, and I mean, at, sometimes it felt like, oh, grandma, you can have friends. You don't need, mm-hmm. but she really meant that. Yeah, and my grandma too. It, mm-hmm. it was so good to me. It's good mm-hmm. to know that, like you know, no matter what I did or didn't do. I didn't have to perform or, you know, her love for me was not attached to my good behavior. It wasn't attached to me doing well. It wasn't attached Mm -hmm. to success or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything. It was just, I love you because you are you and you are mine. And you, yes. And, and there, and that is such a gift that I am so grateful to have had. And she was my level set. She was my, she was my safe space in that whenever I was overwhelmed, if I had a, a rough day, if I had a break in my day, I would call mm-hmm. her and just talking to her about nothing at all. Did you watch Prices Right this morning? Nothing at all would just sort of get me back into to where, where I be. was. I needed to be. And mm-hmm. I miss her so much, but I, mm-hmm. I am grateful um, because she really, I mean, if there was ever an example of what unconditional love feels like, yeah, it's my gram. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my gram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was my first best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way. And I'm just yeah. grateful that you, yeah. it's so good, Jade. I'm so grateful that you got the opportunity to spend time with her this week. Mm-hmm. Because when, God forbid, I hope it's a long time from now, but when it's her time to go, you will remember this oh, time that you spent with her. And it will it will be what you treasure. Yeah. Because I, and, and I, and I, like yourself, have the privilege of really, having a strong relationship with my grandmother and having had one since I was born. I know we're special to her. Like I know that she's got mad grandkids and not even to be nasty. I'm like, I know we're special because we've always had a very special relationship. So to be able to do these things for her and even in their exhaustion, even in the challenge, even in the eye opening moments and part of the shadow work and all of that, it's still, um, a blessing and I'm grateful for it because there's people who'd never even met their grandparents. It's true. And I mean, I don't, I hope that this episode is not a trigger for people who don't have, um, 
relationships with their grandparents. But, you know, yeah. if if I just thought it would be a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though I miss my grandma so much, just like Brian, I have to talk about her because that's yeah. the only way that um, I can make sense of the fact that I can't call her right now. I understand that. I understand that. So, shout out to the grandmas, man. (laughs) Shout out to the grandma. Shout out to the elders who mean something to you. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a great auntie, Aunt Bessie, whoever, like, there's, there's special elders in our lives who have always been there for us in in very very particular ways when you had my grandma's man she's 87 she just turned 87 on the ninth Mm -hmm. so i i you know it did run through my mind quite often while i was there what i was doing that i really do need to cherish the bits of times that i have because time is we're very we're very much on borrowed time um but you're right, you know, even when that time comes, these memories are going to be beautiful and we have to talk about them. Yeah. Or they'll get lost. My grandma was TTG. Okay. <laughs> I remember I told the cane. Hello. <laughs> one time. Uh, and my grandma had the cane too. And she always, uh, <laughs> she will be ready at, at moments. Those. I remember one time I'm friends. We got back together, but I had fallen out with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. We was in high school, maybe even middle school. I don't even remember. But that girl, honey, found some boldness from somewhere. And this was answering machine season. Okay. This was when we had answering machines. This is before the voicemail mm-hmm. era. Yep. I guess she had, had was so upset with me for whatever reason. I don't even remember what the fight was all about. But she left. She called my grandparents' house and left a message on the answering machine talking about how she was going to beat my ass. Let me tell you what. <laughs> My grandmother okay. listened to that message, okay? <laughs> I know she was like, okay, you are? Okay. Yo, I had never seen her turn up like that, but it was so good to me. She was like, well, tell her to come on. She know where we at. She know where the house is at. I want to see her come on. She thinks she going to be what? Tell her to come on. Tell her to come on over here and find out. I said, go ahead, grandma. <laughs> oh, she gonna do what? Tell her to come on. She know where the house is at, don't she? Give her the address if she ain't got it. Tell her to come on. Tell her to come on. And we'll see when she get here who she gonna be. I said, oh. Oh, tell her to come on. <laughs> she, oh, oh, okay. Tell her to come on. If you so feeling froggy. To Train to go. Listen. She said, I bet she won't come over here. And did she? Nope. It didn't. Didn't. She said, uh-uh, call her right now. Call her now. <laughs> she said, do she have the address? If she Listen, don't, give it to her. If tell she don't have it, on. tell her where we at. Said, Yo, that's, yes, the, that's my ma'am. type of time. Grandma Come says, say, Grandma says, say less, okay? <laughs> <laughs> tell her to come on. She know where we at. Do she know? Ooh. I love a good old turn up. Yo. Okay. And my grandma was um her my grandma's oldest sister. That she was really short, but she had a really tall son. Remember my mm-hmm. he, he was tall like Brian. Mm-hmm. He was taller. Well, no, Brian was taller than him. But um she would say, 
uh, his, his his name was Babra. Well, it's not his real name, but we called him Babra. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Babra's so big. What you, what you going to do when your son gets so big? She'd be like, he may be a big old cigar, but I still smoke him. <laughs> <laughs> think, you know I love a cliche. Okay. Yo, <laughs> He'll be a big old cigar, but I'll still smoke <laughs> And she was not playing, honey. I seen Aunt Lou get Not a, cigar. Not cigar. Not cigar, but cigar. Cigar. I see, and I have seen her. I seen my grandma. My grandmother one time got in a chair to get in Brian's face. She stood on a stool like, let me get up here. Let me get up here. Yeah, and let me tell you let something. Tell I'm going to get on you your level. Something. I'm going to look you dead in your eyeballs. You lost That's like your my mind. grandma. My uncle Alfred has the he's the one with the mouth. And my grandma said one day she told him, she said, Alfred, mop this floor. He said, Mop it yourself. Oh. She said, sure Now she these are different him. times. <laughs> Baby, she took the the stick of the mop and he's turning around doing something. He don't even know what's coming. That lady went across his back with that mop stick so hard. She said, mop this goddamn floor. <laughs> and don't you ever talk to me like that again. <laughs> and he's just laid out. That's what you get, nigga. That's what you get. I love a good turn up. But yeah, I love a good turn up, grandma. I love a good turn up, elder. I just love a good elder experience. And I'm grateful for our for our time with them. And I just... I want us to cherish those times. And that doesn't mean that we have to take unhealthy traits and things like that with us. That's not what we're talking no, about we right grow now. Better. This is just about. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's doing what they can with what they knew. And I think our, our opportunity, our privilege is that we know better. We know more. Yeah. And when yeah. you know better, you do better. You do better. But the but there are times that you can cherish and you yes. can love on them and you can deal with them with tenderness and gentleness and 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 help them to uh feel like whole humans mm-hmm. as they continue to lose things that people and and functions and all types of things that they don't have any control over yeah. don't take that away from them it was hard and just sort of be compassionate to what they're going through because i realized mm-hmm. especially towards the end like you know my grandma was in a body that was just shutting down on her mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and mentally she was every bit of the person she's always been but her body just was breaking down shutting down yeah yep. and do you know how challenging that is to sort of lose your functionality as a person um, i can imagine it's like wow so to just sort of be compassionate to our elders and it's not like it's not even if like you know this this also goes for just older people in your life who may or may not be related to you yeah but if you are in close relationship with them like related to you like you know in terms of your biology your family your genetics but we all got i have plenty of older people who i'm not Mm -hmm. related to technically but Mm -hmm. they are still I mean, essential to my upbringing, essential to my Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And sort of recognize it. Even my mom, as she gets older, it's like, girl. I know. I enjoyed my mom. Like, we enjoyed each other in a way this week that we just haven't in a while. I think it gets better as we get older, honestly. Yeah, it does. Honestly. It it can. It can, for sure. And I I was also great. I had to stop and say thank you for that, too. Express some gratitude, Mm -hmm. because... That was that, but we're gonna have a mother wounds episode, a mother mother lessons, mommy lessons. 
Coming soon. That's Chris another conversation. Franiqua to the kitchen table. We okay, for us happen. to sit down at the good checker table. But yeah, we just wanted to talk to you all a little bit about just incorporate some life experiences and things that have been happening this week into Grandma some gang. conversation. Gang, gang, grandma, gang, gang, grandma, gang. That's what we're gonna call this episode. <laughs> grandma, gang, gang, grandma, gang, gang. But um, we have a little shout out. I mean, not a little shout out. Wrong segment. We have a little self care. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I flew in this morning. Pardon me. Um, We have a little self-care to get to, so let's head that direction. Let's do it. Thanks again to Target and the Tabitha Brown for Target Vegan Food and Kitchen Collection for supporting this week's Kitchen Table Talk segment. Tabitha Brown brightens days like no one else. Now, the actress, vegan, and social media phenomenon is partnering with Target to bring the world more vibrance, candor, and joy. With delightful everyday favorites for the kitchen and the pantry, her latest limited time collection will bring love to every gathering. Vegan eating isn't boring if you have a little fun with it. Try new and unexpected recipes and experience with ingredients you've never tried. The Tabitha Brown for Target Vegan Food Collection drops at Target and Target.com on January 8th for a limited time only. I deserve all right so um this is not a humble brag this is not a this is not a flex this is not any of that but it's 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 a tie-in to our kitchen table talk grandma gang gang so in addition to be you know the the clear out and the move one thing that I learned um, during this trip that I never knew is that my grandmother has never owned a new piece of furniture oh. ever. In her 87 years, it's always been something passed from somebody, oh. it came from an in-law, it came from a somebody down the streets getting rid of this. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she had eight kids and she was married at 16 mm-hmm. and like... So, like, she never had it. So, I did not know that. I never knew that. So, when I learned that, I had the 1-800-JUNK people come and pick up her chase lounge and her love seat, some other shit. And I said, we're going to get her a brand new chase lounge. And we're going to get her a brand new couch so that people, when they come over to visit her at her apartment, it's a comfortable place to sit. It's in a new some new things for her to look at and some new spaces so in addition to clearing her out and cleaning her up and organizing her I want her to feel good in her space and to know that she's never had that I I feel so grateful mm. to be able to do that for her I love that and so that was my self-care I same way I had to stop and say man this week with my mom has actually been been nice like I had to stop and say thank you for the opportunities that come for me to be able to do these types of things for my grandmother I didn't even there was a time when I wouldn't have ever been able to even touch that and so to be able to say hey nah this is we gonna hook this lady up who's been hooking me up my whole life felt so good and I was so I was so filled with gratitude to be able to do that because I want her to feel good I love that. So that's my self-care this week. That's that's what that's what I did to make myself to make my grandma feel good. But it it made me feel good yes. to make her feel good. And that's it. That's the only benefit. I love that. Thank you, sister. 
Um, this is very probably corny, but um, yesterday I made an executive decision. I had a very full work day where it's a it's a start of a new year and mm-hmm. we're doing a strategy reorg at work. And so uh-huh. I've had lots of yesterday and today were very me- meeting laden. Um, oh, yes, you are. I was on, you know, working, responding to things, doing things very heavily engaged. And so Wednesday night, I literally announced like... I'm not working out. I'm not working. I'm cutting mm-hmm. this computer off. I'm going to go in my kitchen and fix myself something to eat. I'm going to clean mm-hmm. my kitchen mm-hmm. and I'm going to bed. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I went yep. to the store and got me a cabbage for 69 cents mm-hmm. down to the Aldi. I know that's I right. I made me some fried cabbage with some smoked <laughs> sausage. Mm-hmm. And I fixed, mm-hmm. my, fixed myself some cabbage and made myself... Nice meal and ate off my foodies fashion bowls from down to the spice sweep. That's it. And I clean my kitchen. And I don't know, something about cleaning my kitchen really does sort of just get me reset. Yeah. You know, wiping yeah. down the Same. countertop. I don't know. And maybe this is thinking about if I think about like my mom and my grandparents when I was mm-hmm. younger, sort of thinking about that time that they spent in the kitchen after dinner and it was just quiet. But mm-hmm. like, you know, putting things back in place and mm-hmm. reorganizing and just setting your kitchen up and something about every time when I clean my kitchen and I turn you feel around better. Yes, as I'm walking up the steps and looking at my clean kitchen. Yes. That's why the kid that and that's where it came from. The kitchen is closed. Cause y'all niggas ain't about to mess up my hard work. I looked at my clean kitchen as I go up them steps and just like you, it's like, you know, thank you, Lord. Like, thank you. Yes. How many like, you know, I think of back when I had that little studio apartment when I mm. when my kitchen was twenty square feet. <laughs> it like, was. like two square feet. <laughs> it I was. didn't have no countertops know nothing but nope. I made do with what I had Did. and was glad and grateful to do it and I love cleaning my kitchen then but to see mm-hmm. sort of like you know to look and see what I have and to recognize you know where I've come from I posted on on social this week like progress is not one of those things that you always see or you feel like when you in it mm-hmm. like I'm doing my little running challenge on the treadmill and it'd be like dang I'm still terrible at this running <laughs> but <laughs> so when I'm doing it I don't feel like I'm making progress mm-hmm. at all no way mm-hmm. no how but sometimes like you know I was looking at one of the pictures from my birthday dinner and was like look I got little traps and come on I got traps little, I got little yes, definition in my and in my joint you know and it's like do. it's not one of those things that you feel or you see in the moment mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. you just look over your shoulder and be like wow I've come a long way mm-hmm. I've come a long way mm-hmm. and sort of just being able to be in my own home prepare my take care of myself in my own home mm-hmm. is not something that I take for granted. I'm very grateful for all opportunities, all provision yes. Yes. Um, to be able to, to care for myself. It's not something I take for granted. There's many people who, and no shame to them, no slight to them, circumstances and conditions that we can't control happen to all of us. Oh yeah. Um, 
but you know it's just great i'm just just expressing gratitude absolutely to be in the space where i am um, listen i've worked hard and i and 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 endless i understand there's places of privilege there's this there's that but there's also growth yeah and there's 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 a place where you should be allowed to express the gratitude for the growth that you've had without it having to trigger somebody else and mm-hmm. that's not me saying oh, i get up at 5 a.m so y'all need to get up at 5 a.m i've been podcasting for nine years so you need to start <laughs> that's not what i'm doing i'm just grateful that i can look back and say hey when i went into labor we didn't have no groceries. Mm. We didn't have no food. I couldn't work. We were like, like when I went into labor, I had to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or like we, you know, we 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 was rocking with the food stamps. Mm-hmm. You know, same in childhood, same thing. Like I remember these moments. So I remember moments where it's like, damn, I didn't finish school. I didn't do this. I don't know what I'm do with this. Like I don't know where this is about to go. If this situation ends, I don't know what's about to come from here. Mm-hmm. So to be able to stop and 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 look up and say, I can buy my grandma some furniture mm-hmm. or I'm grateful that I'm able to do this thing for myself or that thing. It's not a bragging thing. It's like a no, nigga, I've grown yes. and I'm grateful that I'm yes. grown. Yes. I've grown. I'm so grateful for that, for those leaps and for those yes. for those stretches. And like you said, there's been so long where it didn't feel like mm-hmm. anything was happening. But that's what happens when you farm. You sow seeds and then you see you see a sprout at a certain point mm-hmm. and you shouldn't have to dim down your sprout because somebody else is mad that your shit is sprouting yeah you should be able to celebrate that sprout celebrate your sprouts it's awesome celebrating my sprouts (laughs) (laughs) no i love that i love that for you i love that for us even thinking about this show getting grown is about to be six seven six six seven six 2017 hold on 2017 and six. We was five last you're year. You're right. Six. six. You're right. You're so right. So getting grown spot to be <laughs> six, and thinking about where we started, um, and you know, you know how much we've grown. There are things that we were not able to do or not able to understand. Um, yep. But to be in a position now where we have cultivated this community, I don't even think about this show as like a function of our know-how or ability no no we just we just showed up consistently week after week having these conversations and pouring our heart out for the interwebs and sharing space and community and conversation with all of you and look what we've been able to build millions of people have listened to us and that blows i mean peels my muffin cap back every time i think about it every time i'm like okay all right wow wild but we love y'all we're grateful for you y'all are y'all are a part of our self-care we're giving gratitude we are grateful for the positions that we are in we are grateful for how we are all growing and hoping self-care this week you pause for the cause just a minute this is going to come out hopefully on a friday take some time this weekend and sit around and just take a look you ain't even got to say nothing look around where you are and think about where you used to be yeah 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 that's that right there nigga i remember we didn't have no blinds you don't have to say (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started i'll turn everything in this office over i we had a couch some crates like it was paper blinds it was you know what I'm saying? Fold up shelves. Like it was, it was, it was what it was. Given. I mean, not no, no real furniture. We had, I had the little plastic, 
joints from down to the so Walmart, the, the, the three tier, the three tier joint. Yep, I know. Sometimes they have wheels, sometimes they don't. And the and my grandmother, bless her heart, the dresser that I had in the bedroom in her house where I used to stay, she let me take that when I moved to, mm. in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Maryland, Brian put that same dresser on a truck and brought mm. it down here to Maryland. My grandma, when I did have, when I had that first studio apartment in Harlem mm. and I didn't even have a kitchen table, she, she took her own money and bought me one of them butcher blocks uh-huh. on wheels. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And sent my uncle G to the house to put it together. That's right. And so like, these are the, th- when I, when I look and, you know, to be able to see the things, like you said, being able to do things for your family, um, li- little things. Good. Yeah. It feels good. It is, it is something that we don't take for granted. So Mm-mm. not at all. Not at all. I told my, I said, this is for everything. Yeah. This is for everything. You deserve this. And I'm happy to do it. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it again. If I could do it in the next lifetime, I'm going to do it in the next one. I'll see you there, girl. So that's our self-care. This- oh, wait. What's your self-care? I said it. My self-care. Oh, you did. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm- my eyes are crossing, nigga. Like, I'm over here like. My self-care uh, was I made my cabbage and cleaned my kitchen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Which I think is a fabulous because, you know, I was sitting over here like, mm, smoke sausage and cabbage. Fried cabbage think- gray take, but Ooh. it took 30 minutes. With some onions. Yes, and I sliced mm. up a yellow pepper and a, mm-hmm. a orange pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. fixed. Seasoned it up real seasoned. good. Seasoned. I cooked my onions and peppers mm-hmm. first, took them out. Then I did my sausage, took that mm-hmm. out. Then mm-hmm. put a little garlic and some chicken bouillon down into the pan. <laughs> yes. And then mm-hmm. put my cabbages on top of that. Season the cabbage and then put the lid on, yes. let it cook down. Yeah. Then you put everything back in. I mean, it mm. was just the easiest of meals, but delicious. Ooh, but delicious. De- I want to make delicious. That. And I have some nice sausages in the freezer. Yes. I'm going to hook that up this week. The only thing I'm I needed. I'm going to have to make some rice. Yes. Made a little rice. Or, yes. or as I was talking to my friend Zay on Instagram, what I really would have set it off some proper lot like was some cornbread. But I just didn't have time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Fair. All right. I, I just always... didn't. And when I was at the store getting my cabbage, I didn't think to get cornbread too. Yeah. That really would have set it that off. Cabbage and, cabbage and cornbread go together like sugar and spice. Lord Jesus. They Rice just and do. gravy. They do. They do. They do. They just go together. What Fronto and weed. Like it's just <laughs> what a, what a, time. a partnership, a hand holding. But we've been so positive and so grateful and all these things. I think we're just going to end this on a slightly negative note and head over to our petty peeves. Let's Shall we it. go? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Target is proud to amplify Black founders and creators who drive culture forward. It's why they've invested in the next HBCU generation with partnerships like the Target HBCU Design Challenge and Target Scholars. Plus, with initiatives like Target Forward Founders, they're helping Black entrepreneurs flourish. They've even expanded their partnerships with Black-owned family farms to help source sustainably grown cotton for their apparel. Target is committed to helping their community keep the momentum going. Learn more online at target.com slash black beyond measure. This week's episode is brought to you by Exora Botanical Beauty. 
Okay, y'all know how me and Kia feel about Exora Botanical Beauty. She has already spoken about her donkey milk situation. I'm about to talk to you about mine. <laughs> so I'm haggard all week. You know what I'm saying? I'm working my nipples off. <laughs> and I went I went back to my Airbnb and I took a shower and I washed my face with my uh, foaming cleanser, my donkey milk foaming cleanser. Mm-hmm. And I also have the bar soap for my body. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I used a little bit of my um, glycolic acid. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all can get that anymore. That was exclusive. exclusive. Okay. Unique. <laughs> um, and I used some of that and, you know, just layered my skin and she was all supple. Mm-hmm. And my mother FaceTimed me to ask me something about the next day. And she stopped. She looked, she said, why do you look so glowy? I said, baby, this is called Exorica Botanical oh, Beauty. Right. Thank you very much. And I am not playing with you when I use the moisturizer. I use the donkey milk cleanser. It gets my skin together. I have sensitive skin and I have textured skin. So if I use something that irritates it, it really raises up Mm -hmm. and the inflammation is down. My pores are like nice and refined. My skin be smooth. Sadie's be hooking me up. Visit ExoraBB.com now to check out their incredible line of products. And as a listener of this podcast, you can save 15% on your first order by using the code GettingGrown15. That's code GettingGrown15 at IXORABB.com. ExoraBB.com. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey, honey. All right. My petty peeve is brief, and it is kind of petty. (sighs) We got to stop, okay? I understand, like, content creators and, like, just because you create content doesn't mean that you have credibility. We got to stop listening to content creators like they are. Like, like, I don't know, somewhere along the way, Mm -hmm. followers... Mm -hmm became like credibility and if the more followers Mm. you have the more people listen to Mm. you and we're not even looking at what the content that is being created and seeing and measuring whether or not it makes sense i say that to say that i saw some content on the interwebs today from someone who heralds themselves as a fitness expert okay the lady wasn't saying much. Uh, it was like a workout workout sort of video encouraging mm-hmm. folks to do what she was doing. I didn't turn the sound on because I just couldn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I couldn't turn the sound on. I could not do it. I couldn't I could not bring myself to do it because I saw this young lady in the gym. She was working out. Jay, she had on sunglasses on the machine. And you know how I've seen, what? you know, when, 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 you know, you see the people in the gym, sometimes they'll have on the sweat suit, like the mm-hmm. actual suit that produces sweat mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. slimming down water weight, yeah. all of that. Yeah. I have seen those before. I know, I know what those look like. Right. This was not that. She had on what appeared to be a regular, regular winter jacket. <laughs> She had on a winter jacket on, she was like on an elliptical, a bike, a treadmill. She was doing cardio and she had on this winter jacket 
and sunglasses. Oh, she wasn't well. And she was just working out, talking about burning and sweating. And I'm like, now, look at this. Look at this. What kind of expert would encourage someone you to look get on, crazy. on this workout machine? First of all, wearing out, like outerwear. And where do the sunglasses come in? And she talking about, y'all don't want to work out. Y'all don't want to sweat. First of all, sis got on makeup. She had on a full beat face. She got her hair. She got on a, I think she had on like a turban or a hat or something. But the the hat, the glasses, the makeup, the coat. I'm like, you don't look like you're working out. You look like you're having a photo shoot. What? This, this sounds nuts. Absolutely. This doesn't sound well. I feel like I'm going to find the video and send it to you. But I just, my petty peeve is like, I just miss. <laughs> I, I really just miss when we saw advice and expertise from folks who are actually experts. Mm, just yes. because you do a thing does not make you an expert in a thing. You know? It's true. It's true. Just because you it's can true. do your makeup well, it doesn't make you a makeup artist. It's true. Just because no, you can true. do your hair well doesn't make you a makeup uh, a hairstylist. Just it's because true. you have trained and lost weight for yourself, that does not mean that you are qualified to help other people lose weight by doing because what you I, did. Because so I, know. I just miss, I just miss the days of credentials. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, and I'm not saying that everyone has to go to school and get a thousand degrees because I have a thousand degrees. That's not what I mean, and y'all know that. So don't, don't, but don't. But you don't, miss don't the do days that. when you went to the beauty shop and got your hair washed. I, I mean, miss, you do that now because Tania knows what she's doing. Yes. But. I just miss the days when I, if I wanted, you know, advice, I went to a, mm-hmm. a source other than TikTok. I just mm-hmm. wish. I wish we read books more than we read captions and comments. I wish. I just wish. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I And especially when people are talking to you all about low vibrational plates and teas that are going to clean out your entire colon. And like, I mean, you girls know, that, just... I mean, talking about weight loss. And when you ask them what they've done, they say, I took some gummies and I drank some tea and I'm 70 pounds down in three weeks. Wait, oh, I did an apple cider vinegar. Wait rinse, a second, girl. The internal kind. Have you heard of it? <laughs> like, no, I haven't. It means that you just took a break from boobling yeah. your brains out to, to take this photograph. And then you're this going is... back to boo-boo some more. <laughs> That's what that means. And I don't have time to boo-boo all day. I got work. <laughs> I got to go to work. I've just got to go. I cannot work. I can't take my meetings from the toilet. <laughs> so I don't have time to take these, these supplements that you all are taking. And I don't, honey, let me tell you what. And let me tell you who's not putting on a waist trainer. Your girl. Okay? Not at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) It makes me think of a video Charlene made. Remember Charlene's video from years ago? Stop training your waist. Uh, (laughs) Stop training your waist. No, sis, because you know what I'm thinking about. (laughs) Yes. You know exactly what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Y'all and some of y'all be selling these waist trainers and listen, I'm not t- I'm not shitting on your hustle, but stop telling these people that something is wrong with them if they don't have a Coke bottle shape or this because or everybody's that. not built like everybody's that. not built the same and you are caught you are being harmful and dangerous right now with your bullshit and your rhetoric. 
And then we don't know what this shit is doing to your internal organs. And you're tying this shit up. So you're walking around looking like what, what was what well, Aquaria or what was her name? What was, <laughs> what was know. the drag queen? You with know, the I don't know. Violet. Oh, Maybe it was Violet. Uh, but all I'm saying is stop training your waist. Stop training your waist. <laughs> stop training your waist. <laughs> No, and my co- my colleague at, at uh, she helped me. She was like, because I was saying, you know, I'm really trying to be one of those people that enjoys working out. <laughs> I was like, I just can't seem to get there. Mm, and she was and like, you well, you have ever. to really reframe it in your mind and stop thinking about it as this thing you have to do, but but think about it in ways. It's like, oh, you're here for stress relief. This is going to help you to relieve a lot of this oh, okay. tension. Stop carrying that. I'm like, I'm gonna try. I can't make you any okay. promises. Mm. Okay. Maybe when I'm running, I will think about, oh man, maybe this is relieving my stress in some way. I don't know. Can't promise. I'm it, not sure. Now, listen, I do always feel better when I work out. It's just it's just relate. the doing. Can I relate? It's the doing. I mean after. Yeah. After it's done. I'm not talking about while it's happening. Um, what's your petty peeve? Oh, I didn't have one, did I? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, what is my petty peeve? I don't like when people uh, order things at restaurants and send them back. Oh, that's a big no-no for me. Understood. I mean, huge no-no for me for you to. And I'm not talking about like sometimes you get a dish, and it is just egregiously against everything mm-hmm. that you are, mm-hmm. in, are mm-hmm. enjoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can understand in those moments where it's like, I'm so sorry, but I am just, I would like to order something else. But then you also need to be, people need to be a lot more discerning about taking a look at the menu and really paying it and being intentional about seeing what includes what. So you know what you're getting. Stop experimenting because you don't get to just send something back because you don't like it off of experimenting. I don't think that that's cool either. It's not. So it is just that is a very big, very, very, very big petty peeve of mine. Sending things back because you don't like them. And that's that. And not because it's not cooked all the way or cooked to the right temperature or something else. No, because you just didn't like it and you want something else. All right. Anyway, that is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are thankful to all of you who sit through our shenanigans yes, every are. single week. Um, I'm slurring my words, not because I'm drunk, but because literally, <laughs> yo, I'm over here struggling right now. This got off a plane and then worked the full day and now we're recording. And so we're going to bid you all a fond farewell. We're not even going to wrap the show. We'll be right back on Tuesday. <laughs> We'll just say, y'all take care. Be grateful. Um, stop training yeah. your waists. Stop training your waists. Moisturize your skin because your black will crack if it's dry. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs>